Welcome to GeoThoughts Talks. I'm Drew Bush. In GeoThoughts Talks, we bring you lectures from our team, partners, and collaborators on topics important to the GeoThink audience. GeoThink Summer Institute may have just concluded, but for those of you who missed it, here are three talks to remember. Our second talk comes from later on the first day of the Summer Institute when Montreal City Council Chairman Harut Chitlayan introduced students to the ways in which Montreal aims to blend open data, new tech, and entrepreneurship to make Montreal a leader in smart cities. He spoke at the Institute even as outside McGill, the city celebrated its 375th anniversary. Super. Not, not a lot of pressure, but uh, sets the tone. Uh, so I'll, I'll introduce myself. Actually, it's such a coincidence because I'm coming from a lunch uh, meeting where we had the chance to listen to Canada's uh, innovation minister, Navdeep uh, Baines, and a lot of the stuff that uh, Minister Baines highlighted in his speech are also in this presentation. And this presentation basically highlights at a very, very high level, because it's a very uh, concise presentation, the roadmap, the priorities, and also some of the action items that were completed by the City of Montreal in the last three years to adopt a smart digital and also uh, integrated innovative agenda. Let, let's start with the first page, because for me, there's three words that are very important on this first page, okay? They're the three core values of our strategy. The first one is the most important one, as far as I'm concerned. Human. When we're dealing with technology and we're, when we're dealing with innovation, we have a tendency to think that the most technological solutions, the most complex solutions are the answers to all our questions. But we tend to forget that at the end of the day, to get things done, we need humans, and we're developing these solutions for human beings. In our case, it's citizens that use the city. And therefore, the key building block and value for us is that this strategy and these policies are not technology-centric. Technology is a means to an end, and the end is to deliver services to our citizens using the best we can the power of our employees, the partner, institutional partners, and the private partners. Second value that is very important, especially in this day and age, is openness and transparency. Back in 2008-9, with the first Obama election, there was a lot of talk of open government. And we've made leaps and strides in the past years, but there's still a lot to go in terms of open data at all levels of government. And at the city of Montreal, data is now open by default. And December 31st, 2018, all our data sets, and they number close to 900, will become public to all citizens of this city. Third, is a word that we hear very often, innovation. And to me, innovation starts inside the organization. It starts bottom-up with our employees, with our citizens. And most importantly, innovation is not a varnish of digital solutions on top of dysfunctional processes. 
because inside government, and it's the case at the city of Montreal, and we're not making any excuses for that, there's a lot of processes that need to be revised prior to applying that layer of varnish of digital. That's why a lot of the projects at my level were held back and there was an obligation to review the processes before we put a digital channel to access those services and processes. So, in a sentence, basically the three values come together in the following sentence, the vision. Develop and deploy in a human, open and innovative way and in co-creation with our citizens technological solutions to respond to the great urban challenges that the metro metropolis faces. So, how did we go from the values, the vision, to an actual action plan that's been running now for the last almost 18 months, 18 to 24 months? The first step was to basically also highlight, highlight focus areas to tackle. So, there was four verbs, communicate, collect, coordinate, and collaborate, that were identified. Each one of them has also a meaning. Collecting is basically the necessity to have an integrated data policy, data collection, add value to data, uh, data analytics, and data research. Communication is basically infrastructure, but it's also trying to have a seamless communication with our citizens, which is 360 degrees and bidirectional. Coordination is to eliminate the walls, the invisible walls between our services and sometimes even with our partners. And collaboration, it's an obligation because no level of government can develop all answers to all questions. We need to collaborate with citizens, with other levels of government and so forth. Then we started a process of benchmarking. So we looked at model cities comparable to the size of Montreal. So we looked at the city of Lyon, we looked at Barcelona, we looked at Toronto, we looked at San Francisco and Stockholm and other cities. So we did an international benchmarking of the best practices. Second, we consulted our citizens. So we put in place a consultation process that was on multiple fronts. On one end, physical, digital, but also a process that was continuous. So anytime anybody had an idea, there was a, like a mailbox where you could send your ideas and we kept collecting hundreds of them. We got together as a team and with the citizens to basically, and you're going to see it in the next page, to come up with a strategic framework. So the framework is the initial framework, and keep in mind that we're starting from a baseline that is extremely, I would say, challenging, because there was nothing to build on. There was some ideas here and there, so this strategic framework is about to change in the coming months and in the coming year, because we've evolved in the last three years. So, four structural elements. They, we went from values, the vision, four key verbs to strategic areas that have each one of them action plans, specific action plans. So collaboration, structural element, the community. So I'll highlight some of the actions that we did. 
Coordination is to review the overall architecture, the services, and the technology being used in the organization. Data collection, so it's the open data policy. Communications is to have a roadmap for telecommunications for the city of Montreal. And then you had the verticals. The verticals, number one, urban mobility. That's a challenge for all uh, cities. Digital services, democratic life, so basically to have better tools of engagement, and also to spur economic <coughs> development throughout all of the processes. So let's go in detail now to each one of these structural elements to see what was done in terms of action plans. Let's start with data. The number one challenge in the data priority was skill sets. The organization, and I just heard in speech of Minister Baines, even private sector companies, the number one issue of companies, institutions, governments, is the lack of qualified workers to tackle future challenges. And in the case of the city of Montreal, we had to draw up competency skill sets that we needed to make this happen. So we hired three open data specialists. And we even convinced a guy who was an activist to come and become one of the architects of the city of Montreal for open data. Then put in place an ambitious recruitment plan to recruit the best talents senior talents. So it was a not popular decision, but we bumped up the compensation packages. And I made the headlines in the media and I had to defend a not popular decision because every time we add to the salary of you know, the highest paid employees at government, it's not a popular decision. But it was an obligation to attract or try to attract, it's not, in part, it's not the main reason people come to work for the city, but it's one of the reasons. That was one also. Second was to completely rebrand the image of the city of Montreal. And God knows the number of discussions that we've held, uh, panels, presentations, to basically explain what we wanted to do. And last but not least is to give clear indication of the enormity of the challenges and the opportunities of the city. And we did the first recruitment campaign, and for 100 positions, we got 10,000 CVs. It was almost never seen before. And now we just are in the phase of completing the second one. There will be more to come in the coming months. And for about 40 positions, we got close to 4,000 CVs. So skill sets, number one. Second, clear open data policy. We spoke about that. Third is to start demonstrating quick wins quick successes, to create momentum. So what did we do? First one was open up the snow removal data. It's a, you know, very, uh, it makes sense. People were saying one of the biggest frustrations is they have no insight into the snow removal operations. We have winter eight months a year. Now almost it's nine, ten months a year, and I hope it stops. But, yeah. <laughs> but so, so that was the first key thing, and the civil servants were very apprehensive about that, but we said, no, no, we have to open it up and develop a tool to let citizens see when their streets are planned and when the planned streets do not get delivered. That's important too, because when you're promising a service level agreement, when you don't deliver, you have to, be, you have to man up. You have to say, okay, we didn't deliver. There has to be an explanation to that. 
And that was one tool was created for only $25,000 with a startup challenge. And it was downloaded 150,000 times in the 19 boroughs of the city of Montreal. We developed a tool to look into all the contract data at the city of Montreal. So, you know, we had back in 2013 issues with corruption, issues with trust and confidence about contracts. Right now, any citizen can go into the open data platform developed for contracts and can drill down and look into every single contract that was given out by the city of Montreal, even the civil servants, the smaller ones. Third, we developed a benchmarking tool to compare our services with the services and the costs of other Canadian cities. And that benchmarking tool also is available at all times. You can see how Montreal stacks up against Ottawa, Toronto, Edmonton, Calgary, and so forth. And fourth, just recently, we released a very popular tool, not very popular with the police initially, but now it is. It's the crime map. So every single crime incident that happens in seven different categories in the city of Montreal, there's an open data platform with a geo-referenced map. We eliminated the personal information to make it anonymous, so you can see it only by intersection. But you can go see in your neighborhood in the last weeks, months, the break-ins, the car thefts, and all the civil disobediences that happened in your neighborhood. And this is important. Yes, it was not popular initially with the police force because we're opening up almost all the operational data, but it's important because in some neighborhoods that get a bad rap, things are actually good, nothing's happening. It's only a question of perception. And guess where you had the highest number of break-ins? People, people didn't even expect to see that. It's on Edouard Montpetit Street in Outremont, which is the street where you have the most of the dorms of the Université de Montréal because students, and I see a lot of them in front of me today, have a tendency when they live with, you know, with uh, colocataires and people, they don't lock their stuff up and it gets stolen, especially laptops are very popular, I'm told. And uh, we had the highest level of uh, break-ins. Nobody expected to see that data, but it was made possible by this project. So to speed up things, telecommunications, we didn't have a roadmap for the next five, 10 years for the communications and the need of bandwidth Every single department at the city of Montreal has a telecommunications need. Transport department has now, every intersection has traffic cameras, every intersection has beacons to collect, to, to count the number of cars. The cultural department is doing projections in the, on buildings in the old port for the 375th, but they will have much more ambitious agenda in the coming years using bandwidth. You have the environment department deploying solutions, you have public safety, but there was no integrated roadmap for the communications needs of the city of Montreal. And we developed the roadmap. Again, we hired the best people, and most importantly, we're laying it out step by step, and it costs much, much less than before, because now we are the master of our own domain. We don't outsource this need. Community. First and foremost, first startup accelerator in Canada, Innocité Montreal. So we're up to now the fourth group. We had up until now, 14 companies, 14 ideas that became companies that were accelerated at this Smart City Accelerator, and close to 200 jobs that were created, and companies who have very promising ideas. And anybody here, or any of your friends, 
can apply every six months. There's a new cohort, and it's an accelerator dedicated to smart city solutions. Second, for companies that need to scale up, we put together, we got together 27 VCs, companies, and they tagged $100 million that is available for companies in the smart city domain that want to scale up. And last but not least, we continuously organize challenges and events dedicated at hacking certain practices of the city of Montreal. So about 16 months ago, we did a hacking session of biking. And from that, it was at District 3 at Concordia. I can say the word Concordia here, it's okay? Yeah. <laughs> but we, we, come, we have, I'll get to McGill too, because we do a lot of great things with McGill. Uh, so, so we had that session there. And from that session, we partnered with a professor to develop, you guys remember back in November, there was an application that you could download to activate in the background so we could do an origin destination uh, survey without even you knowing about your uh, transit practices. So that app was developed from that hacking session and it was downloaded 11,000 times. It cost the city only $25,000 and now we have, we're analyzing that data in depth to see what are some of the habits of our citizens. In the community, we needed also to have a clear partnership framework for the research facilities. And that was very important for me. So just recently, we announced a couple of months ago that we have now $10 million tagged from the budget of the Technology and Innovation Department at the City of Montreal, specifically dedicated to research partnerships. And we identified four areas in which we want to establish partnerships. One is artificial intelligence. Second is data analytics. Third, and a subject that we don't talk about very often, but we should, because it's a very, very important challenge right now in the coming years, cybersecurity. And fourth is IoT, Internet of Things. And right now, I was told that in many of those areas, we have already existing research partnerships with McGill University, specifically in one area in which I'm also, again, very, very, you know, uh, I support and I think that it's a priority, is the protection of privacy of our citizens. So with all this data collection, IoT, with all the analytics, we have to make sure that the data is protected, that we never compromise the privacy and the identity of our citizens. So we're doing uh, collaboration projects with McGill University. So I'll just, I went through some of the initiatives, but uh, here are some of the examples. So we have the Montreal uh, Wi-Fi. By the way, we'll have an announcement soon. The zone is gonna be increased and it will cover all of McGill University. We're launching it in a couple of days, so you get a scoop. Uh, so, you know, Cité Montreal, some of the companies that uh, we've uh, put together in the last couple of months. So we, this is the app that was developed to do the, the transit uh, tracking, the partnership also with the city and uh, Bixi, the open data initiatives that I spoke about, Vue sur les contrats, the snow removal app, the open data uh, policy. I'm just going through it quickly because I want to have some time for questions at the end. Some of the citizen initiatives, Je fais Montréal, 121 citizen projects two years ago. And a lot of them now are part of the reality, everyday reality of Montreal. 
And in a nutshell, basically, very, very quickly, so you started with the values, the priorities, then the action plan specific to, we only spoke about the action plans at a high level of the structural elements. There's a lot that was done also in the focus areas. Creativity, collaboration, and it leads to success. So now what? The message that I always repeat is we need you. We need you to contribute through your research. We need you to contribute through your ideas and even startups if you guys decide to make, build companies. We need you also to become part of our organizations. Not only the city of Montreal, the government, the governments need you because you guys are trained and you have the skills that are in tune with the future needs. But most importantly, we need you as citizens, as engaged citizens, to always keep us in check and tell us when something is not right, so-and-so subject needs to be you know, amended or corrected. Sometimes we can answer favorably. When we can't, there needs to be also an explanation. That's how government works. So very quickly, that was my high-level presentation today. Thank you. Merci. So we have time for questions.